0: Hello there. So, Only Murders in the Building returned this past Tuesday with uh, a two-part premiere. First, the first two episodes debuted. Uh, it's in Hulu in the US and uh, Disney Plus in the UK. It's on. So, um, so I'm just going to give my sort of review and some spoilers on it. The first part of this will just be some reviews before we delve more into the spoilers of the two episodes. So, this show uh, became a big hit last year. It almost came out of nowhere second half of last year. And you've got Steve Martin and Martin Short being reunited, but now they're being joined with Selena Gomez. So on first thoughts, you sort of think, that's a weird combination. How's that going to work out? Uh, Rather brilliantly, as it would turn out. So the show became very successful, very popular, and it also almost became lightning in a bottle. So sometimes when you have something that does so well the first time around, when you try and do a second season or, or any type of sequel or anything when it comes to films, you argue when you when you do run the risk of perhaps you only just capture that magic once but i'm delighted to say so far this the first two episodes of this have been great thus far really great loving it picks up with perfectly from where the first season left off there'll be also there'll be some spoilers as well for the end of season one as well because so yeah well, that's impossible not to talk about it without going into that but because the plot really kicks off right from there and, you know, it's very well made, very funny. The the episodes are always very pacey as well. They're usually just under 40 minutes, so they zip along at a nice old pace, um, and that that formula's been picked up, but they've also got the the whole... The, the mystery element's great. The one-liner's great. The, the The central trio are fantastic. The support characters that come in are always entertaining as well, even if it's people that I've never heard of whoever however they come in. Now... And this is now the genius of this show one of the main support uh, uh, re- returning support character at the moment is amy schumer playing herself now let's be real i ain't no amy schumer fan i'll be honest with you and when i heard she was going to be in this my heart kind of sank not gonna lie needn't have worried though because now the new tagline for this show should be only murders in the building the show's so good even amy schumer can't ruin it Kind of like how The Mandalorian was so good, even Sasha Banks couldn't ruin it. So, you know, there's that. So, again, the first two episodes picked up beautifully from where the first season left off and is now uh, opened up with another interesting mystery as well. The one-liners are great. The chemistry between the three leads is spot on. So that's just my sort of general non-spoiler thoughts on that. I'll go more into spoilers of the two episodes. So if you haven't seen it, Definitely watch it, and or if you have if you happen to miss the first season, go back and watch the first season. It's actually quite easy to binge as well because the, the the episodes are, or like I said, are just over half an hour, and under forty minutes usually. So you know, it's actually relatively easy to binge. It doesn't take too much, too long to do it. So I'll just leave that off for for there. So. As I said, the, uh, the first se- the first episode of season two picks up exactly where the uh, first season left off. we got uh, the the main trio being arrested as the, the uh, building's manager, Bunny, was found dead. Basically, uh, riff, uh, right next to uh, Mabel, Selena Gomez's character, had her knitting needles stuck in, in her as well. So it looked pretty bad for that. So they've all been arrested. And you've got uh, Michael Rapaport, I think his name is, uh, first time I've seen him in, in ages, so good actor as well. He's very good in this. He's got his little interrogation scenes as well, which is actually entertaining. It's fun. Um, we we already within the first couple of minutes, you've already got the the one liners going at like when they get let go, and uh, the the cop who was their friend in the first use can't actually remember her name says. Basically warns them, don't do this. Do not do a an investigation and podcast and get a new hobby. And then Mabel just turns around and says, "What like now And you're just <laughs> he's like, "Don't be a smart ass," you know. Already, they're already landing these these jokes. So, um... but uh, of course, uh, Mabel gets contacted by uh, an art dealer, uh, played by uh, Cara Delevingne. She's obviously took an interest in her. So this is now setting certain things off here, Um and. So Mabel's tr- wanting to get into art and things and kinda of wanting to get away from the podcast and thing just d- d- get away from it all and but uh Oliver uh Martin Short's character, he's he just can't let it go. He's desperate to get back in uh and Charles is kinda of, uh, on the fence. But with that is that Steve Martin's character. Uh and to the point where he's still like recording things and things, whatever they're talking in the elevator and, this, and uh, even comes up with a little name, Ollie Mabel, as well, for, for her, 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 him and Mabel to be together. And Charles is like, hey, What about me? And he's like, Oh, the Charles is silent. Just, <laughs> you know, yeah. Of course, Martin Short actually does meet Amy Schumer, who plays herself. Now, this is actually the, very much the genius of the writing here. Now, I think they're aware that a lot of people really don't like her. So, what they've done is they've basically made her an, an annoying bitch, but kind of in an entertaining way, she is kind of a bitch in this. But it's entertaining in that sense, and she's playing it well. To be fair, like like, she, like even she was one of those things. I don't absolutely hate her or anything like that. I just find her annoying and things. And you know, her being one of the hosts of the Oscars when you had three people who had no relation to each other being asked to host it when well the obvious choice would have been the three Spider Men or if you wanted a female host in that, I know people would have complained about oh, white males. As I mentioned before. You could easily have got Steve Martin, Martin Short and Selena Gomez to do it and it would have worked brilliantly. But oh well, never mind. That makes too much fucking sense. Can't have that at the Oscars. And you look like Amy Schumer saying things like, Oh, I was traumatised when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. You're just like, oh, God, shut up and to be fair when she was cast as barbie you know but thankfully common sense was seen and we've got margot robbie whose birthday is today so happy birthday margot robbie uh if you've seen this it's kind of hard to avoid the set pictures that are coming out from barbie now it's like it's kind of like we've seen the whole film at this point but looks fantastic she looks amazing common sense prevailed for once in hollywood so there you go but to be fair, she's actually fine in this. She's got entertaining moments as well, going into that more in episode two. She's not in it too much as well. She's in like a couple of scenes in the second episode, and like one scene in this one. So she's not in it too much, to be fair. Uh, Of course, she's now expressed an interest in turning their podcast into a TV show. You've got, as well, uh, Tina Fey's character. can't remember the character's name, but she's doing her own podcast, basically, burying the trio as well. Uh, One of the the lines which talks about Oliver's character, who is a a theatre director. He's like, uh, this is the worst murder he's done since he killed all 12 members of the audience of his last play or something like that, something along those lines. So, burying, kicking the poor man when he's down. What can you say? But, uh, you know, uh, so um, Mabel meets up with uh, Cara Delevingne, to be fair, she's fine, a lot of people were complaining that she was in it, she doesn't really bother me, Suicide Squad was the only thing I've ever really seen her in, and, you know, she was fine, for whatever, it wasn't exactly some in-depth character, Enchantress, but, yeah, you know, she was fine, and she's fine in this, actually, not bad, Not, not, not bothering me at all, so, that's all good, um, we come as well to the. Uh, we also find out as well that the bunny was in possession of a massively, massively valuable painting, which has been stolen. And then we come to the the end of the episode when the the stolen painting has been put in Charles's apartment, basically framing him. So you know, but what that's not just the male twist, though, you you actually look at it. Uh, it's an erotic painting shall we say and the gentleman in it bears a striking resemblance to Charles in which he actually drops the bombshell yep that's my father ooh there you go can't wait to find out what happens in episode 2 well you don't have to wait long because it it comes on right on after this so we we see this uh, flashback of like uh, Charles's Oh, one other thing, I'll go into this, one thing I I forgot to talk about from episode one, I'll go back to it in a minute, because Charles is an actor, and we find out that his dad's an actor as well, he's going for auditions, but he leaves Charles... Outside, let's a, the hotel building, let's the concierge look after him, which is kind of a responsible parenting, but whatever. Speaking of though Charles, um, as we remember from season one, it was revealed that Charles' main thing was he was a detective called Brazier, I think it was, or Brazer, can't remember the exact name, but uh, they're going to reboot it. He's meeting with the network executives, but he's not going to be the lead. He's going to be Uncle Brazier because they're going to reboot it with a black woman in the lead <laughs> This is a genius joke, though, because it really does make fun of the whole reboot and things as well, and just swapping genders out, swap races out. It does make fun of that in a really clever way. But as says, well, you know, if this happened, like to Geeks and Gamers and the Quartering and all that, the, Ryan Kinnell, they'd all be like, oh, this is absolute outrage. How dare they do that? How dare they reboot Pratty? You, you know that would happen. You just know it would, but... There you go, I digress. So we find out some other things as well. So uh, you've got as well, Bunny's mother turns up, played by Shirley MacLaine. Did not know she was going to be in this, so this was great. She was fantastic. And this, you've got a, they're holding that wake for Bunny as well at the a little gathering in our apartment as well. And you've got as well the trio trying to get the sneak painting back uh, out. You find out as well they've got an elevator in Bunny's apartment as well, which there's, so, uh, of course, there's a bird in there that can talk, which you you just know is going to come in useful, you know. Uh so you've also got a secret elevator, and then uh, Oliver's like, where does it go? Hell. <laughs> so the one-liners again are sharp as tacks uh, they end up having to hide the painting next to the right down by the dumpster which is kind of a daft thing to do because you, you you just know somebody's going to pick it up lo and behold it's amy schumer who picks it up you know uh but she's actually quite entertaining in this i'll be honest with you she's actually doing a good job with this even though i'm not a fan of hers um it's like well, she's like want to reboot the 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 thing, and she wants to play Jan, who was of course Charlton the murderer from the first film, who tried to cut was Charles' love interest, as well. Funny moment with the bazoo as well, so which was quite good. Got as well when Charles and Mabel come over, and she actually starts coming on to Charles, which was actually quite funny because to try and get into character. So but this was entertaining. This worked well uh, as well. Apparently, it's revealed that that paintings a fake as well, and there's all this whole thing about the. Uh, the, uh, the artist had a mysterious death which caused the value of her paintings to go up. The other thing to point out as well, you've got as well Carol Delabine's character, her name was Alice and uh, she invites Mabel round and things like that and they end up having a kiss which was, you know, People, some people were complaining about it saying, oh it felt a bit awkward but then I get the feeling this is the first time Mabel's actually kissed a woman and I still think she's a bit confused one way or the other so it made sense for it to be awkward, because it really should have been, because it wasn't meant to be some passionate. Let's go right away, one. But ah, uh, whatever. I digress. No doubt some people will complain. Oh, it's woke. They put that in there. People would complain about cruel intentions in the nowadays. Probably you know, but came out in what nineteen ninety eight the the, t- the same sex kiss. But whatever. I digress. Uh, but. No, this won't work quite well. But the uh, Alice has now been made as an almost too obvious a suspect. Would they go down the route of doing the love interest two seasons in a row? I mean, they've done it before in back-to-back screen films. So yeah, it's possible. I do think she's almost been planted as a big red head in here. I do think she'll have some sort of connection because, as well, obviously the art and her being involved in art, it does set alarm bells off. I do think she'll end up being some sort of relative of the murdered paint artist, but I don't think she'll be the killer. Just my initial early gut reaction, so... We'll see, though. We'll see. So... And yes, there's a lot of fun stuff here as well. Uh, the episode ends with one of the bunnies' assistant can't remember the character, but she really hates all three of them, and she like leaves. Oh, I looked at bunnies. Well, uh, there you go. Over, you can keep the bird. And he was just like, oh no. So, but you you just knew as soon as you know that you've got she's got a bird that can talk and it's actually quite hilarious. Is you just knew something was gonna come up from it, and then lo and behold, at the end, the bird's like, I know who did it. So, there's your end in episode two. So, overall, great stuff, really enjoying it. Great to have this show back, thoroughly entertaining, tons of fun, great laughs. The, the central trio works so well together. You even see them in interviews as well when they bounce off each other as well. It's so good. And you've, you've almost got like Steve Martin and Martin Short but are almost now protective of Selena as well. So, you know, and they were even talking about dating as well. They were saying how they want people to to, to be better wanting to raise our standards for dating as well, I think she was saying that as well so that's good, so good for that because Justin Bieber is a wee prick so there you go, Selena Gomez deserves better because she's fucking awesome and Steve Martin and Martin Short are fucking awesome too and that's all I've got to say about that, so that's my thoughts there on the first two episodes of Only Murders in the Building, I don't know if I'm going to do it every week as a review spoiler talk type thing, I'll see how things go, uh, I'll see how that how how time will allow. Uh, quite a busy week coming up this week as well. So, that, But if I don't do a weekly one, I'll do I'll review the series at the end because I'm pretty much certain to stick... Unless this completely falls off a cliff, I'm pretty certain to stick this out to the end. So fairly confident I will. But there you go. That's that then. other thing as well, with Obi-Wan being away now, I've actually got something out to watch every week to, to fill the gap because I sure as shit ain't watching Ms. Marvel anymore. That's for damn sure. But... Two episodes of that was enough to, to just, you know, give up. But there you have it. So, as I mentioned, I'll be, busy, I'll be a bit busier coming up this week. I'm going to see The Black Phone later today, so I'll do a review of that tomorrow. I've got a couple of Thor-related reviews as well coming up next week for the release of that. And I'll be looking to catch up on a few films. I want to see Elvis and uh, Minions as well. So, hopefully, if I see them during the week, there'll be reviews out for that to look out for that and thanks ever so much for taking the time to listen and goodbye